0: confidence becomes her a woman that embodies the true essence of her being on this journey she discovers who she is and what she carries her value her worth her uniqueness to which no one can strip her of confidence becomes her she's ever evolving ever growing into her greatness she is multifaceted with each new chapter of her life comes the reveal of something spectacular, another level of her giftings like a present being unwrapped. She's like a treasure box, a never ending supply of hidden treasures, gems and jewels that surface as she walks through every trial and circumstance life throws her way. She is resilient, a world changer. She's a masterpiece, a work of art, one of a kind. Confidence becomes her. Welcome to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast where our mission is to help you upgrade your confidence, embrace your uniqueness and step into your greatness. I am Marlene Abaw from marleneabaw.com, your confidence coach and mentor. This is season 4, episode 31. I am calling this season Purpose Conversations with my sisters. If this is your very first time joining us here on the podcast, welcome, welcome, so very glad to have you. You can join the Confidence Becomes a community at marleneabaugh.com where there is a free gift waiting for you. Something that will help you upgrade your confidence and maintain it as well. I encourage you to get all caught up on seasons one, two, and three because it will not only help you upgrade your self-confidence and self-esteem, but it will prepare you for your purpose, journey as well. Lastly, whether you're brand new here or have been rocking with me for a while, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. Rate the podcast, leave a review. Let me know what you really like about The Confidence Becomes a Podcast and how it's impacted you so far. So I am super duper excited about this week's episode because it's with my sister friend, Diana. Braxton. This one is extra special to me because she's actually the reason I started this podcast. More on that a little bit later. Diana is a writer, international speaker, and kingdom entrepreneur. She is the founder of the Prophetic Writers Network LLC and Kingdom Currency Consulting LLC. Both companies focus on educating, Motivating and accelerating writers entrepreneurs and prophetic voices for the kingdom of God she also she's also the creator of several online courses and ebooks I have to say she is an amazing teacher and has taught me so much about my gifts we had such an interesting conversation regarding purpose what it is and what it isn't I just know you're going to hear things that you have not heard before regarding purpose. We also got to chat about the power of a committed yes. Oh, and if you're a writer or you've been thinking about writing, you're going to really love this one. So listen in on this very enlightening conversation with my sister friend. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, Ms. Deanna Braxton to the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm doing well. Hello, and thank you so much, Marlene, for having me. I'm excited about our conversation today. Uh,
0: not as excited as I am, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I am so, I, girl, I'm beyond excited because, you know, you're my sister friend for real, for real. Right. And, um... My audience, um, they're they're gonna, they're gonna get to um, be a part of our our conversation, and I love conversating with you. You, you, you already know that. (laughs) But what I'm so excited about is the fact that uh, you are the reason this podcast actually exists, and I get to have a conversation with you—a purpose journey conversation with you. So mm-hmm. I, I I can't wait to hear um, the nitty gritty details of your purpose journey, actually, because I know we, we all have one and it's usually filled with, um, you know, different turns. It's, it's usually not a straight path or straight road. So I, I'm interested to hear Um, how that's been um, for you. I I know for me, I had to get quite a few things in order before purpose began to reveal itself. Um, For me, it was hiding out in plain sight for a while. And Mm -hmm. when I started getting my uh, self-esteem and my self-confidence on track is when I noticed that it began to reveal itself. Um, is such a journey. It, it's a process. It's a journey. And it's actually a beautiful one. So I am going to hand it over to you now and tell us about your purpose journey. What, it, what it's been like to discover and pursue your purpose. And that's such a good question. Um, I would say
1: if you would have asked me this question, about six years ago we would be having a completely different conversation um, present day purpose to me is so it's so layered I don't feel like oh. purpose is just a uh, just a one thing and mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people especially with everything that's going on in the world when they think about purpose or um, when they're they're they're, they're meditating on that word. It's like, oh, I need to find my purpose. I need to find that one thing. <clears throat> and I think we all we, we kind of think about it as like it's an occupation. Like, yeah. what's that one job you're supposed to do here in the world? And I feel like purpose is so much more. I think there are seasons of purpose, mm-hmm. and. In my present season, um, my purpose is to pour out uh, the very things that God has deposited in me. And so um, as a writer, I'm the founder of the Prophetic Writers Network. And so um, part of my purpose is not just equipping people um through writing or helping them find the language to articulate to their audience or the people that they're supposed to reach. That's part of my purpose. That's a layer to my purpose. But ultimately, me ultimately, excuse me, my purpose is, um, I feel like in every season is definitely the great commission, right? Which is to heal the sick and raise the dead. And so I'm going to just go Bible a little bit and go <laughs> back to the basics. And I feel like that is ultimately uh, what my purpose is, what my calling, what I've been marked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk, that out though, um, through writing. Right. And so that is the, the, the mantle that is the, you know, whatever trending words you want to put out there. Um, that's that thing for me. Now, my purpose in this season is through, through writing is helping writers understand that writing doesn't just have to be, um, you writing a book. It doesn't have to just be you writing, um, uh, a course, right. And that whatever it is that you put out there and whatever it is that you write, you can monetize it. You can make a living. And so I guess if you ask me present day, what my purpose is, my purpose is to eradicate the spirit of poverty through, um, the action through the, the verb of writing. And so that's what my focus is right now. And I feel like once I, um, break through what that is, and only God knows what the next layer of that right. will be, that in the next season of my life, there will be a new purpose. Maybe it'll be something that's added onto that. Um, But yeah, so in everything that I do, sharing the love of Christ um, is, is definitely my purpose. And to help as many people as I possibly can, because I understand that my time here on the earth is limited. Like we don't have just a possible amount of time. So I hope
0: that answered your question. (laughs) Yes, it did. And you 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 said a mouthful right there, (laughs) girly. But I love I love how you said that purpose is layered. And I I so agree with that. I, I would even say say it this way, I, I feel that it's fully loaded because it, yeah, you're good. right. It, it, it isn't like one dimensional. It isn't just one thing. And then that, you know, that's it. And, um, I mean, just look at our daddy, he, our daddy, God, he is not one dimensional, you know, and we, we were made in his likeness and, uh, right. in his image, you know? And so I do believe, uh, that was such a great uh, that that was a gem right there. That purpose is layered, and I do believe we have to uh, approach it with such an open mindset and an open spirit to what whatever our daddy has instored uh, in store for us. And I love how you said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> part of your purpose is just to pour out. I mean, like that, you know, that sums it up right there. Because no, no matter what he has us doing, when and how and, and what vehicle, it's 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 a posture of of yes. You know, I, I believe it is a heart posture, like whatever it is you placed in me, Daddy, my part, my responsibility is to to uh to pour it out. Yeah, uh, that, that right there is so good. You know, I, when I was thinking about this conversation, I will tell you what came to mind um, as far as um, purpose. You know, I I always tell you, you're, you're such a gift and I, you know, I mean that as well. But when, when I look at your life and you have taught me so, so much in regards to my gift um, of writing, my gift of um, intercession, a gift I didn't even really know I had, but you taught me so much about that. And you live, you live by example. And I get to see, I get to see you in action um, on a regular basis. And I get to see the impact of Your yes, the power of your yes uh, to your to your calling, to your purpose and and the impact attached uh, to that. I know I said earlier that you're actually the reason this podcast um, exists, because I was um, at your retreat last October (laughs) and, um, you know, I am forever changed because of that experience and on the last day, the VIP day, you challenged all of us to start a podcast and I was, you know, I was kicking and screaming a little bit and, you know, it took me a few weeks or, you know, a month or so to to, to get it together, but I, you know, but I did it and, um, you know, after the first few minutes, I was like, you know, that's it's not that bad you know it it, my audience is there more than likely so um tell us what your um your view is on the the topic of a committed yes like how important is that on the on 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 a person's on an individual's purpose journey Mm, that's good I feel like if we are not committed Um, from the gate that
1: it's going to be hard for us to walk out purpose and walk out in purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, If you approach what you may sense or consider to be your purpose or that thing or things that you're supposed to be doing right now, you have to have a commitment to it. Um, I don't think you can have purpose and um, wavering faith or wavering mm-hmm. in your commitment. It just, it doesn't, it just, it's a contradiction, right? You don't mm-hmm. find them on the same street. Um, however, we do have a lot of people nowadays who feel like, Hey, I can give like a shallow yes, or a maybe, or I'll think about it, but yet, and still we want the full benefit of a purpose like driven life right mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um or purpose um uh, uh, like our purpose being obtained so we mm-hmm. want the benefits that come with being in purpose but we have to on purpose give our commitment to our yes right and that means that um i think even right now i'm probably in just a really good um space to talk about what that means so i just need to speak I just made a transition from, uh, central California to, uh, uh, Houston and that transition, you know, I was comfortable. I was, you know, it's was like, I was finally getting settled after ha- having been in uh, California. What another, what five, almost six years, I was finally getting to a place where I felt like, okay, I'm happy to be here. I'm going to probably stop complaining now. <laughs> <laughs> because I was having mixed emotions about being in California. And as soon as I felt settled, um, boom, stable, God was like, it's time to go. and I wanted every bit of me wanted to stay planted in California but I had gave God my yes and so part of giving God my yes just like someone working for a company um, let's say you're working in corporate America and part of your job description or job assignment is that there's a possibility that you may be moved or relocated right you Mm -hmm. can't say oh well I know when I got this job I said yes I will be willing to do it but now all of a sudden you know I changed my mind. Uh, it doesn't work like that, right? You, mm-hmm. you made a commitment and so you have to see it through. And so yeah. um, I packed up everything, got, well, packed up m- mostly my clothes and my books and files and got mm-hmm. rid of all furniture and everything. And I made this journey and it has not been the easiest. I think that's mm-hmm. another thing you probably need to, uh, if you're taking notes, right? <laughs> Notate is that being in purpose and on purpose is not a smooth journey. It's not like, like a, just the land of milk and honey. Now there are spurts of milk and honey that we will Mm -hmm. obtain on the journey, but it's not always like that. It is not always cruise control. It is definitely some highs and some lows and some turns. And and you have to all through all the things that you go through. You have to say, okay, God, yes. I know I'm not in this by myself. I know it does not look like the promised land, but I believe you. I trust you. That's another thing that has gotten me um just anchored in 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 purpose and anchored in my walk with God is that I understand though I may not see what I'm believing for, right? In the natural, I trust God. Yeah. I trust God. Mm-hmm. I may not even trust myself sometimes. You know, you can be a little <laughs> But I trust God. (laughs) So I'm like, God, if you, if you are my anchor on this journey that we call life, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Um, And so, yeah, that's, you know, I hope that answered your question. God, I forgot what your original question was. But, you know, when we get to talking.
0: Yes. (laughs) You did. You did. I asked you to just, uh, you know, talk about um, the power you know, of a committed yes. And um, because I get to witness all of the time, the the impact attached to that, like, you know, what I love about our daddy is what he gives us, you know, the gifts, the talents, our calling, our anointing, our purpose, however you want to say it, it's not for us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I always like to say, Um, In my posts on social media, you know, I say from time to time, stop holding your gifts hostage because Mm -hmm. they're not for you. They're meant to to help others, to to move them along from one place to another, to help. It's designed to help them on their journey, help them to find their way, their path. And um, man, like you. Like I said earlier, you have taught me so much. Um, even uh, the book that I have, it's uh, it's a product of your your ebook boot camp, you know, talking about the power of a committed Yes, and in 2018, I um was reading a book by Marshawn Evans Daniels called Believe Bigger. Mm-hmm. And Man, when when I got to the chapter on gifts and talents, I I cried. I mean, like I cried, cried um, because I was one of those people that always said I don't have any gifts or talents. And it, it was such a lie, you know, mm-hmm. um, And, you know, in reading that chapter, God began to reveal to me. And I just started repenting for the many times I thought that and I actually said it. And in that moment, I gave a committed yes Mm. to try out writing because, you know, I had so many people over the years say, you should write a book. You should write a book. And I'm like, eh, I just remembered in in high school and in college, I I hated every writing assignment. Like I, there was no joy <laughs> <laughs> in the area of writing, and so, but in that moment and in, in reading that book in that chapter, I said within my heart, I said, I will write a book before this year is out, even if it's just an ebook. And I meant that thing, like from the depth of my soul, I, that, that was a committed yes. Mm-hmm. And here's the power of a committed yes. Shortly thereafter is when I came across your video, um, promoting your ebook bootcamp. Wow, and it was even titled ebook boot camp right <laughs> it, was, it was the black friday ebook boot camp yeah. right mm-hmm. and I was like there we go you know you the, the thing is you you can never find what you're not looking for mm. you can never find what you're not looking for and it, it, I believe I found that because gym right there, Y'all I, like you, that gym. you know what I'm
1: saying <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting
0: here processing I'm like, whoa. Mm, that minister to me. <laughs> you know, I, I I think it's that's such a deep statement. It's it's like that that's been on my heart a lot. And it's like, you know, God's given me more understanding regarding that. You it, it's hard to find something that you're not looking for. And so the, the power of a committed yes is that now every part of your being is looking for what it means to to live out a yes to whatever you said yes to. So like I said, once I gave that committed yes, shortly thereafter, I came across um, the video where you were promoting it. And of course, I signed up. And to my surprise, I enjoyed the heck out of writing. OK. And I know that has a lot to do with your your teaching, because you you have, you know, you taught us your system. And I remember for the writers out there, I was so excited. this is this is um, before I came across the boot camp. I, I was like, you know, I just felt the excitement bubbling up about the topic. And I sat down in front of the computer and I started typing. And after like the second or third sentence, I was done. I was like, yeah, this (laughs) is not gonna work (laughs) for an (laughs) ebook. I was I was like, I I I was sure I had more than that in me, you know. But I was like, wow. And so what I love so much about the the boot camp was that man just i think it was um the first the first class because we we met um we had we had a number of sessions but that first session just the outline you gave us i was like okay i got my money's worth i'm done i'm 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 good <laughs> just with this right here because it was man the, the system like you're you're so gifted um I, I know you already know, but you are so doing what you have been called to do. And because there are a lot of people out there that, that know, you know, that they were called to write, but they don't know where to start. They don't know what to do, um, where to start. And so you're such an answered prayer, but I'm just yapping away. But I I want you to share with us a little bit about that part of your journey. Like, how did you arrive to that point? Um, Because I know we were your first, uh, myself and the group that signed up with me, we we were your first um, Mm -hmm. uh, students for that. Mm -hmm. How did you arrive to that point? Like, how did you know you were called to writers? What was that process like?
1: Uh, That's a really good question. Um, I think up until the point where I had your, your class came in, um, I had a lot of trial and error. And so, let's see, 2018, that was the first, yeah, it was, was 2018, right, when you came yeah. in? Or, um, yeah, okay. it was 2018. So that was the first, I think, online course that I had done. Um, for the boot camp, the ebook boot camp, but I was working with people in person. And so, mm-hmm. um, I had worked out a deal with like a local library in my city where I would come twice a week and I would actually teach the content. And that was my way of, you know, just getting a feel to see, you know, how number one, if I could actually teach, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the thing. Cause I had this idea in my head. I was seeing people, um, online making money and I would see them, you know, I saw kind of coaches and just, um, you know, that era of 20, I would say 2015, around 2015, 2016, I was noticing people, um, online, you know, like the online thing was, was started coming to up, up. And to, yeah, build some traction. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm not happy at my job. And I really, you know, I'm like, I need to figure out how to make money online. Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to these conferences and I'm seeing people. Just, it just, it. it my eyes were just like huge. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I there's <laughs> something here. I just don't know what I'm going to do. And so I kept trying everything. I even went to network marketing. I went to, I just, I knew the online space was for me, but I would have never thought in a million years that it would be writing. And so because I saw all everybody um, online and at conferences that had online platforms, they were, let me teach you how to run your business. Let me teach mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know, let me be, a, uh, I'm a life coach or um, at that time, this was before I rededicated my, my life to Christ. And there was a lot of new age things that were going on and mm-hmm. law of attraction and coaches and just different things like that. And so I kept trying to like dib and dab And just about everything. And I'm like, nothing was working. Mm -hmm. I felt like Mm -hmm. I was talking and there was nothing but crickets. (laughs) And so then I was like, okay, Lord. Um, I think the pivotal moment for me was in 2015, at the end of 2015, um, I was at a Barnes and Nobles and, um, you know, when I went to Barnes and Nobles, the, the main thing I went to is I went to the business section, the religious section, um, and then the self-help section. Those are like my three sections that I go to. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out every book that that jumped out at me, right? So obviously at Barnes and Nobles, these are books that are probably newer. So mm-hmm. every book that spoke to me, every title that spoke, spoke to me, I would pull it. So I would have about 20, 30 books, like stacked oh. up on this little 20, table. 20,
0: 30. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: 20 to 30 books. So every time I would go in, this was my routine. Don't ask me why. It just, you know, I just felt like I was looking for something. That's really what it was.
0: Yeah. And so I'm
1: I'm looking at the title of these books and I'm flipping it over, like flipping through the books, and I'm reading, you know, skimming and reading through things. And I'm like, man, you know, their book is sitting on the shelf surely I can do this because most of the stuff that I was reading, it was a lot of filler, a lot of fluff mm-hmm. and not really any substance. You yeah. know, um, it was repeated information. There was no new wisdom. <laughs> so, but I, at the same time, I couldn't really be judgmental because they actually had their book published and it was on the shelf.
0: Right. And so I remember <laughs>
1: Right. I remember sitting down and I would, every book that spoke to me, I would write the name down and the the author of the book. And my plan would be to go home and look on Amazon and see, you know, because, you know, Amazon, you can get everything cheaper. So I was like, oh, you know, the books that really spoke to me, I'll just buy them. Um, But this day... I remember I started to write the books down and there was a moment where like a light bulb went off Marlene. And I said to myself, Mm. "I, I, I, I said it audibly out loud and I'm sure people were looking at me like I was crazy, but I like slammed the book down. I was like, I'm tired of reading other people's books. Like I had that moment. I'm like, I'm so tired of reading other people's books. I looked at all of these books before me and I'm like, I want to write a book. And so I said, God, what do I need to write about? Like, give me something to write about. I'm ready to write a book. And that, in that moment, um, I just got an instant download and I had like this legal pad paper. Uh, Cause in that season, I always loved to write on legal pads. And I remember taking my pen and I began to write down, um, I wrote at the top of the paper, um, resuscitate your life. Right. And I'm just like, man, because my thought process at the time was I felt like while I was living, there was part of me that was dead. There was like that purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't feel purposeful. I didn't feel like I was in purpose. And so I felt That's like, great. I had flatlined. yeah, and I felt like part of my life had flatlined. And so I wrote at the top of the paper, resuscitate your life. Um, and then I wrote down 21 things. Mm -hmm. And the 21 things that I wrote down um, were some of them were questions, some of them were statements, um, some of them were just titles. And these 21 things end up turning into um, a workbook. Right. And Mm -hmm. so at that time, that's my first book that I started working on, which was No More Flat Lines Resuscitate Your Life. Um, And I started working on this book back in in 2015. And so in 2015, Periscope was out, the app Periscope. And so I went live on Periscope. I didn't have a following. Nobody really knew me, you know, except for people I went to school with. And so I went on Periscope and I took the first line that I wrote down on that legal pad in Barnes and Noble. And that was the title of my broadcast. And I began to just teach, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the first one was like, who are you? right so there we are talking about purpose again so who are you was the first question and I began to talk about it I gave scriptures so all of my teachings were biblical um based so everything you know I had scripture reference for a lot of the things I started talking about but I would teach for about 30 minutes to an hour
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so that was the first day and then I would start getting DMs on Facebook I created a Facebook group I started getting DMs on Facebook from people saying hey can you send me those questions again that you mentioned on Periscope and I'm I'm like okay, yeah, sure. So I just typed up my notes, and because I didn't want to just send it any kind of way, I was like, you know, let me like create a little worksheet real quick to just send to this mm-hmm. one person. It was just one person that asked me. Um, and so that's how the workbook came about because right. I kept getting people that DM me asking me to like, can you, Hey, you got some notes, um, from, you know, your teaching. Can you send me over the scriptures? Can you send me over the questions? And so I said, well, how about I just create worksheets? So for, it was supposed to be for 21 days. I made it to day 16. Right. Mm-hmm. Because that fear of success, the fear of people knowing who I was, set in, um, and so I, I did a good, strong 16 days on Periscope, um, just teaching that content, and I started working on that book. Well, mm-hmm. um, I paused on that book because of that book brought up a lot of um, a lot of inadequacies that I had.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: a lot of fears that I had, uh, the fear of man, the fear of success, there was obviously some wounds that I talked about because the book was called No More Flatlines: Resuscitate Your Life, um, which is a book that's still that's coming out, but it wasn't that season for me to put it out. But it was definitely the season for that seed to be planted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I started to work on that. It, it was through working on that that I encountered other people who also had books that they needed to write. And so I'm like, you know what? what if I can, I, I, you know, I failed at everything else. I felt like I failed at everything else trying to come online. I was like, but what if I started teaching writing, right? Start having this conversation about writing. And so, um, that was a seed that kind of sparked everything. And I just continued to pursue it. Um, so there were some things that were really successful, some things that y'all will never even hear about because it just it didn't go nowhere. It just, again, there goes those crickets. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I kept on um, just pursuing and just seeking. And I'm like, okay, but I will say this. And then I know you, I'm pretty sure you have more questions. Um, the thing that the thing that really shifted things for me or that pivotal moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: was every time I started to um, pursue something or go after something in my own strength, that's where I got tired. That's where nothing mm-hmm. came up. But it was when I surrendered and I submitted my ideas, my desires, and I was honest and transparent with the Lord and told him what it was that I desired. And I remember having that conversation with God saying, Lord, I want to make a living from writing. I know that the, the only people that I had as a quote unquote, um, testimony that were that was making really good money like millions and billions of dollars from writing were people who were writing occultic material like the author of the Harry Potter series um and then the the author of the um the Twilight series which at the time when i was starting on the writing track these were really hot trending um, women who were writing but again they were writing for the kingdom of darkness and so I'm like God I don't want to be like that like I want right. to be able to write and represent the kingdom of God yeah. and still do good be successful, be financially you know well off be a philanthropist be able to have more than enough so that I can bless other people and you know pioneer some things. And so that was my thing. I was just really dedicated to it. I said, okay, I don't know how long this is going to take, what it's going to look like, but I'm going to continue to pursue um, building and just equipping the people that I'm calling. So that's kind of been my journey.
0: (laughs) Wow. Love it. Man, there there is so much I want to dissect about what you were just talking about. (laughs) But what, what, man, what stood out to me? Um, on that, you know, within that process that you just um, described for us is that um, this is another thing that I love about our daddy God, that he makes sure that we get the training we need for what he's called us to do because you know you started to talk about how you were meeting with people in person to to, you Mm -hmm. know figure out hey is this something I can do and and that all of that was training Training for what you're doing now and you also said that you you know you you were trying different things and that there were failed attempts and what I can tell you is that um, those failed attempts those are like they're they're a painful part
1: mm-hmm. of the purpose
0: journey because no one likes to feel like they've failed at what they're doing, but in hindsight or in retrospect, it is such a crucial part of the process, not only because it builds character, but I believe those so-called failed attempts, each one brings us closer to where we need to be. So in essence, it's a a very important part of the process. And (laughs) it also means that we're in motion, right? Because if you're stagnant, if you're not doing anything, you're, you're not going anywhere. Right. And I, you know, it's called a purpose journey for a reason, because you're meant to be in movement, right? One foot in front of the other. And as you described for us, as you were in motion, your purpose found you, like the people, your your, your audience, they told you, what they needed and so it like what what you needed to be doing it found you it it came out of 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 plain sight you know it -hmm. came out of hiding and it, it found you so I I just I love that uh how you how you describe that for us This week's podcast is sponsored by my life-changing book called Oh, So I'm Not Supposed to Fit In? A Fresh Perspective to an Old Mindset. This book is sure to usher you into embracing your God-given uniqueness, help you uncover your hidden gifts and talents, unveil your value and worth, and so much more. Purchase your copy today on Amazon.com. I also love how you said, um, <laughs> you noticed that when you were doing things on your own strength, you know, in your own strength that you got tired. And I noticed Girl. that too. Ah, that that's a sign there, yeah, for the note takers. If you're getting tired and burnt out like that, that may not be it, sis. You may not be where you need to be, because you know, speaking from experience, um, we, you know, whatever it is that Daddy has called uh, me to do, for us to do, that thing or those things excite us. You know, like for for me, I I know a big part of my purpose is to encourage. Right, if somebody's feeling down, uh, I I. I I believe Daddy just wired me to just encourage them, and I could be dead, dead dog tired. I could be going through my own little stuff, but the moment I start encouraging, I I get the second win. I get this excitement, and I think that's such a sign too, of of something you've been wired to do, a part of your purpose. If if you Uh, you know, in your feelings, feeling some sort of way. And the moment you start doing what you were created to do, you are like, you find energy out of nowhere. You find excitement out of nowhere. Has that been your experience as well? Yep. It's like you almost get like this second wind and you're like, where did this come from? (laughs) Where did this come from? You know, wasn't I just sad or wasn't I just tired, about to pass out? And it's like... (laughs) <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's such a sign that you're doing, um, what you're, what you were created to do. The last thing that I, I wanted to point out about what you said about purpose is that it is not easy. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. I, I, I think sometimes we have uh, a misconception when it comes to purpose that it may just fall out of the sky and you know it, it it's supposed to be all peaches and cream as they say um but like you mentioned their their highs and lows is it's not it's a bumpy road it isn't I I believe it has it's it's smooth moments like you say you know there's there's some moments of milk and honey I think that's how you said it yeah um but a key thing A key thing that you said that I hope our listeners caught is the word trust. Yes. yes. You have to trust your creator. Know that your creator has the best intentions for you. He know why he created you. He knows how he created you, what he created you for. So it only makes sense that you trust and fully depend on on him. I I I love that. Um that was that was a great nugget right there. Trust is big. Trust is big. And the thing is when you when you trust your creator, the manufacturer, the one that created you, he's not going to let you down. He's not going to let you down. He will not break your heart. That's the one place your heart is really really safe safe and secure <laughs> so as we close out do you have um any last words anything that you would uh, like to share with our listeners anyone that's trying to yeah I would... figure this thing out <laughs> yeah yeah
1: I would say um I think with all the things that we discuss in this episode, um, the main thing I hope sticks with everyone that is listening is number one, purpose is not just an arrived destiny. It's not a destination, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like purpose definitely is a process that we, um, that we walk out. And so to have grace for yourself um, and be patient with yourself and As you're on this journey of life, this journey of being um, in purpose, on purpose, right? To continue to communicate with your heavenly father, continue to communicate with um, your circle, right? I believe that part of uh, the accelerated um, process to purpose, um, or not to purpose, but in purpose Mm -hmm. is Definitely our circle, definitely the people who we commune with, definitely with the people that we have around us, because those people can make or break us. If you have mm. people um, who do not have the same perspective or the heart or the spirit that you have, um, and it's there, there's a contradiction even in that, um, that can prolong you getting to where God needs you to mm. be in this season of your life. And so just taking inventory of the conversations that you have, the people that you keep around you um, and doing your best to stay out of isolation. I know with everything that's going on in the world, um, with social distancing and, um, you know, us having to wear our mask. And it's just the world has shifted so much over the last Mm -hmm. um, year and a half. But Mm -hmm. I want you to still... Connection is important. I think on that journey of purpose, connection is important. You can't make it to wherever you're trying to make it by yourself. You have to go Mm -hmm. with someone. Someone needs to go with you, but you need to make sure that the people that go with you are the right people that are destined Mm -hmm. to go with you. So I would be just, I just want to leave you with that um, to just help you to just to think about some things moving forward. Um, But yeah, I enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much, Molly
0: it's so good oh my goodness <laughs> all of it mm good it's so good man that connection piece oh. you know I like to say that you know I I know that's how daddy that that <laughs> that is something big on his heart I believe you know that um that connection piece and and community because when it's done right, it is so powerful, so powerful. And I do believe that we have to be so intentional with um, cultivating those yeah. um, relationships. And, um, man, you, you know, I, I think and I know we're closing out, but, you know, what are just dropping my spirit is that I feel for a lot of us, we have to mature. In this Mm -hmm. area, you know, because um, sometimes we're so quick to to cut people off and that's not the heart of our father. If, you know, somebody does something to offend us or hurt our feelings, I believe for those um, key relationships, um, it requires a, a level of maturity to be able to approach that person, you know, obviously be sensitive of when you approach them, what, you know, what you're saying and, and your tone and how you're saying it. Um, but I believe if you come to that person with the right heart and the right attitude, you know, Hey, you know, I love you. You're near and dear to me. Um, I, you know, there's something that I want to talk to you about. Um, but yeah, but that just dropped in my spirit that, um, just to reinforce what you said, the connection is important, but, but those, uh, crucial relationships, just don't be so quick to cut people off, um, be willing to, uh, just talk about it and, and address it because I can tell you, uh, I mean, I have, I, (laughs) I have learned so, again, so much from you, uh, Deanna, I, I am just so appreciative again of, your committed yes, and it's because of my connection to you um, and what you've been called to do that that has helped push me into where I need to be, a uh, uh, part of my purpose, my, my purpose journey. It, it has helped me so much along my path. Away. And again, I just want to publicly say thank you. And my listeners, you know, I want you to send her a thank you note, too, because, again, this podcast <laughs> is here because of her. OK. <laughs> um, but, yes. So thank you again and You're be welcome. willing. You know what I will add for our listeners is be willing to um Invest in yourself. When when you if you have an inclination that this you know is a certain thing you've been called to do and an area you've been you know called to flow and function in, cultivate it, learn about it, and, and invest in yourself. Because I'll yeah, that was something that I um, had to do. That was at the top of the list as, as well. Once I said yes to writing. I was I was ready. I was willing. I was ready to invest in myself and to cultivate that. So yeah. I will I close this.
1: God, God definitely honors that um, that commitment that we make. And so even when it comes to just making an investment in yourself, mm-hmm. um, God definitely supplies what we need. Um, I've seen that firsthand in, in myself when I'm like, okay, God, yes, I'm going to do this. And literally the things that we need um, begin to, to show up as we take those steps. So very well said.
0: Very yes. Well said. So yes. Proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, something, again, I know this is probably our third closing here, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I love about getting to watch you, um, up close, you know, being, you being my sister friend is I love how, you know, once you know that, Daddy' asked you to do something. Your next question is, okay, Daddy, how are we doing it? Mm. And I think it's such um, a key thing for uh, to keep in mind during this purpose journey. like you're not meant to do it by yourself. You, you have people around you. you have resources, but most of all, you have your daddy God, and um, there's such a uh, an important approach to have. Once you know you've been given your marching orders and your instructions, your next question should be, OK, Daddy, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get it done? And that—that that is something that I have learned from you, and I watch you do it um, every time. Whatever mission he gives you, big or small, you're like, "How? OK, Daddy, how are we going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> But I just appreciate you so much. Tell our listeners where they can find you.
1: Yeah. So um, my main website is propheticwriters.com. That's writers with an S. Um, And the new thing I kind of got going on in the world, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's like almost always something with me. Because you're um, so layered, right? Because purpose is layered. <laughs> go, go on
0: ahead, girl. <laughs> totally layered.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so propheticwriters.com. Um, I'll save you there first. And on that website, you'll find a little bit more about me, some of the different services that I offer for those of you who feel like your purpose in this season is definitely writing a book. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited about that because we also have um and marlene is an alumni of the prophetic writers course (laughs) so uh, our ninth cohort is starting in september and so this by the time this drops you all will still have time applications will be open for the prophetic writers course and so if you go to propheticwriters.com and click on the prophetic writers course tab it'll take you there give you some really good information about the course and then give you the link to our application. I would love to have you uh, this semester. Our tuition is waived, which is awesome. Um, So I would say take advantage of that. And then for those of you who are in the Houston area or you would love to come to the Houston area, um, we do have the Encounter Houston coming up. We just finished up our first one and our next one will be happening in November. Um, And so this is like the this is the encounter with the Lord you don't want to miss. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a writing event, but it is definitely like an inner healing um, and deliverance retreat for those of you who just want to, you know, just get your heart, mind, body and soul right so that you can live out your purpose on purpose and just play full out. So um, and that's at The EncounterHouston.com. Thank you so much, Marlene, for allowing me to share all my my goodies and my treats with your audience. Yeah. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks so much for coming on and for um, the listeners that are going to um, hear this, you know, after those dates have passed, please still go to propheticwriters.com um, and join the waiting list because yes. you you have, I know that you have that, you know, several times throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, Deanna Braxton is someone worth knowing. Okay. She is just so gifted at um what she does so so passionate and filled with compassion for um just God's people and so yeah she's definitely worth knowing she's definitely worth following and did you did you give any uh do you want to give any social media handles or
1: oh yeah um I am on where am I at I'm on Instagram (laughs) at (laughs) Deanna Braxton. um Mm -hmm. I am on what else am I on I'm on Clubhouse. I don't even know if that's still a thing, but I do still, I still pop in (laughs) on Clubhouse. (laughs) And that is, (laughs) if you put in um, at Prophetic Writer, or you can just type in my name, Deanna Braxton. I do have a club on Clubhouse. um, And usually on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, I pray with and for Prophetic Writer. So um, that's one of my favorite things in the world to do um, in addition to Teaching prophetic writers is to pray for them. Um, man, prayer is truly an amazing thing. So oh,
0: it is. Yeah, it I is, hope is, you it can is. find me. <laughs> Yay. Oh my goodness, I am. Ah, this was this was amazing. This was everything that I knew it was going to be and more. So I I pray that our listeners enjoyed it as much as um, we did. Thank you so much again. For joining us here on the Confidence Becomes Her podcast. I love you so much, girl. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you. <laughs>